Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We are your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how are you doing this week? Well, honestly, after this week, I'm I'm chilling. You're chilling? You're, hold on. You're only chilling after this week. You're not feeling pretty damn good? I mean, that's life. Uh, well, we do live in a society, and we do live in a society... Where the Joker movie is damn good. Oh, yes, it is. Uh, I think I'd be lying if uh, if I said that we were not looking forward to this episode all year, to this movie all year. It's finally out. Oh, it's blatant. It, uh, it not only, I feel, delivered, but it exceeded my expectations for a movie. In case you don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about Joker. This is a side movie. From DC, not part of their universe. Directed by Todd Phillips, known for the Hangover trilogy, and starring Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. Pretty simple. Small budget movie, and the movie is basically how uh, Arthur Fleck, Joaquin Phoenix's character, becomes broken down, deranged, and becomes the Joker that we all know and love. But, uh, Mike, what did you think of the Joker? Well, I've been waiting for this movie for a long time since they announced it and that Joaquin was going to be starring as the Joker. And let me tell you, he didn't disappoint. He gave what I strongly believe as the best performance of the year. We will see soon enough. But out of all the movies I've seen this year, he nailed it. You really believe that he was actually this other person that was uh extremely mentally unstable and throughout the movie you see him slowly unraveling which i thought was beautiful for continuity and you got to see exactly what made him the way he was it wasn't just set in stone oh yeah he's crazy that's it there was a reason for it yeah and i I, it is definitely a slow burn of a movie it's definitely more of a character study and it takes its time but for a movie like this it works wonders to that effect because oh, amazingly. you see the struggle he goes through for almost like an hour and a half of back and forth, back and forth. He, you know, why isn't society better? He tries to do the right thing, but he's just pushed to his limit and he, he collapses and out of it comes the Joker. And I think the transformation and Joaquin Phoenix's acting like, I can't think of a single bad scene he had in this movie. Because oh, there's no. a lot of small details in his acting that really put together an amazing performance, like you said. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Like, if Joaquin doesn't get this Oscar, that's... It's disrespectful at this point. I think at minimum he's getting a nomination. But he, as of now, totally should get the win. Overall, the movie as a whole was great. Uh, the cinematography of the movie was amazing. In my opinion. That was like, a way better than I expected. I did not expect the movie to look that good. Yeah, the movie itself looked absolutely beautiful. The plot was very easy to follow. Yeah. Which was nice. And just, I feel like no one really had a bad performance in this movie either. All the other actors and actresses, they all gave their all. Yeah. And it really shows that they worked hard on this movie even though they didn't have a huge comic book movie box off or budget. 
they're still delivering an amazing performance for the money they put into it. Yeah, they definitely got their money's worth out of the budget. Um, if we break it down, you know, cinematography is beautiful. I guess before we go more into the plot and the fine details, the music really was a standout. Yeah. Um, the, the score of the, the movie. Of Ooh. Yeah. It, it really um, makes you feel what he's going through and his the, emotion. The music felt heavy. And like in some of those scenes, like it just felt so heavy, almost like if the weight of the war, like the weight of his, uh, how his mind was like, you could feel that. I agree. But for the plot itself, what overall, what did you think? I thought personally that it flowed well. I, I felt there wasn't really a dull moment. Yeah. And really for the plot, I had really no negatives. I know some of the media is like, well, you know, you're glorifying him and all that. And it could be copycats. And it doesn't come off like that. It's like you understand what he does and why he yeah. does it. And you can support it in the movie. But honestly, but that's the thing. It's like you see his struggle. But if a random shooter just came up and shot up the place, you wouldn't see that struggle. So it's not like, oh, well, he probably had a poor life and he probably had the right to shoot these people. No, it's a crazy guy with a gun. Yeah. Like, I mean, the media and has always been saying film is the cause of all these ailments, but the ailments have always been there. Yeah. And if it's not films, it's video games. Yep. Every kid growing up playing GTA is supposed to be a serial killer. I don't see them. Shh, Tyler, shh, shh. Oh. You're not supposed to know about that. Sorry, I didn't want to write you out. Anyway. But no, another thing I want to bring up, if you're planning on seeing this movie and you have small children, do not take them to see the movie. Because mm-hmm. I watched it for the second time the other night, actually. And I saw it in IMAX, and... To my surprise, two seats away from me was a six-year-old kid with his mother and father. I'm just like, what? Excuse me? Uh, what are you doing here? This is not a movie for you. Yeah, um, again, like, like Logan, like Deadpool, this is a comic book movie that's rated R for a reason. And I would say, out of all those I just named, this one definitely is a rated R movie. Yes, because there's not... It's not an action movie, but there are sporadic, brief, gruesome acts of violence that are extremely unsettling to watch, as and well he, as his yeah. performance. Also, even if you take out the violence, like, oh, the kid's okay with that. Again, this is a character study movie, so it's two hours of him becoming a Joker. Your six- or seven-year-old kid will be completely bored for 80% of the movie. That, and also, it's not a movie you want to be showing a child who's still developing because it could actually have some negative side effects oh it could i mean if you're already being a terrible parent and he's having a shitty he or her is having a shitty childhood so far this movie not going to instill the greatest ideas into them correct so not agreeing that this movie will cause copycat killers or anything like that but it's not a movie for children if you're an adult you have a sound head, you can watch this movie. There's of course. no issues with that. So I guess to go into another specific part is what did you think of the connection between Joker and the Wayne family overall? Well, 
I thought it was interesting. It was definitely uh, a twist. It was a unique turn from other Batman Joker stories. Yes, it definitely was. But then we'll see. It's hard for me to really get into this without saying my piece because you leave this movie not really knowing what exactly happened. There's a lot of twists in this movie that leaves you wondering after the theater, wait, what actually happened? Yeah, yeah, they definitely... Well, they play that card... You're right, they play that card once to make it obvious this didn't happen. But by the end of the movie, you're like, well, did this happen or did it not happen? Correct. There's and, a whole yeah. lot of that. And right now it looks like Warner Brothers might be pushing for a sequel, but assume not, no sequel gets made this is kind of a standalone movie and you're kind of have to interpret it yourself. Like, did this happen yeah. or did it not happen? Was it all in his mind? Or I, I've, I've seen videos happen? on YouTube where the, the, the title is that the entire Joker movie like happened inside his head. Is it even real? Cause you're really left wondering that. Yep. You definitely are. Um, I thought the connection with Joker and the Waynes was again, without going too much into detail was, I thought it was well done. I thought it provided a fresh twist to the story. And how they ended it, I thought, was perfect. I, I know some people were like, ah, oh, well, we're going over through this again, the exact same thing every time. Like, But this time, it actually means something. There's more depth to it, if you know, if you know what yeah. scene I'm talking about. I do. You're talking about the classic scene. Where the classic happens. scenes of any Batman story. Where we've seen it happen at least six times by now, but all right. So we got we got to give some spoilers here. All Arthur right. Fleck is made to think that he is one of the biological love children of Thomas Wayne. Yep. Now we don't know if that's actually true or not. And throughout the movie, they tell you that it's not. And then there's a couple of scenes that kind of tell you low key, yeah, it actually might be true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a key that, piece of evidence being a photograph of yep. his mother when she was younger and with a handwritten signature of Thomas Wayne on the back of the photo. Pretty interesting. Yep. Indeed it is. So nice. then it makes yeah. me wonder, if that rumor is true, how crazy of a twist it is that the Joker is actually Batman's older brother. Two siblings brought into a life of tragedy, both without their fathers. And that Joker is the reason Batman has no parents. Uh, yeah, technically. Yes. It's loosely, but technically, yes. His actions on the subways will cause the uh, clown riots to start. So, indirectly, yeah. yes. It's not like he shot the parents, but indirectly, but his actions caused it. I also think a little bit more directly than that, because when he was on the Murray show, he did express his hatred towards Thomas Wayne. And how he should get what's coming to him. And as, you know, mm. the killer said, hey, Thomas Wayne, you get what's coming to you. And then we all know what happens from there. Yeah. That's a, that's a callback to the prior scene on Murray. Yeah. So, so again, yeah, indirectly, but he is the reason they died. Yes. In, in multiple instances now. Starting indirectly, starting the riots. And then, like you said, him venting about Thomas Wayne on the show. But I thought that was real, really well done. Um, and it really is a combination of that and then society as a whole is really what makes him crack. Like, there were chances for him to not crack if 
people did show him some decency, like Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne is a fucking asshole in this movie. That's true. This is not but, a Batman I mean, story where Thomas Wayne is revered by Batman. You know, you see him active, and he's not a nice person. No, because Thomas Wayne also low-key started the clown ride himself, calling all of Gotham's poor clowns. Yep. So this movie really expresses the severities of classism. Mental illness. Uh, men- mental support illness. for mental illness, especially from Correct. the government. Cutbacks. It's true. Yep. So this movie is more of an awareness movie than anything. It really is. And it, it really is a shame how, like, it does kind of feel a little bit, at least the American media is, like, pumping out these stories, almost kind of hoping something would happen so they can say they're right. Yeah. But the Mariah Tomato score is over 90%. It's doing record numbers. People want to well, see a good Joker movie. They're getting it. That's the audience score for Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I mean, even the critic score is not that bad. No, critic score isn't bad for a Joker standalone film. But that's thing is like, they're kind of hoping people lose their minds and their shootings, but it's like, people going in, they're enjoying the movie, having a good time, and, you know, people like us, we're, we're discussing what the movie's about, the themes of it. Class warfare, mental illness. This is not a discussion we'd be having if we didn't see the movie. Or at least it wouldn't be one that we'd normally talk about. Correct. Because this movie brings up real issues with yeah. past and actually current society. Oh, absolutely. Current society. I mean, healthcare is a major issue in America, for example. A lot of shootings. A lot of them have mental illness. Uh, maybe we should increase funding for it. Obviously, those are different topics for a whole other podcast. But that stuff resonates today in the past few years. So yep. this is a movie class warfare yeah i mean this is a movie that for a lot of people at least in america it hits home to really does i think the uh what we did in the like segment will be real short so before we go into that i do have a couple because the movie's really fucking good i have a couple standout scenes and if you want to throw so many in uh that you thought were a standout please feel free to go ahead but my standout scenes were three of them it was the first one was after the first killings, when he runs into the bathroom and they calm down, he starts dancing. It was a yes. beautiful scene. Second scene, the entire Murray scene was great. Oh, yeah. And lastly, the end of the movie, but specifically when he gets on top of the car, takes his blood and makes the smile, embracing becoming the Joker and embracing the crowd. Yeah. That shot... That shot is still stuck in my head. That was a beautifully shot. It was well acted. And it was it was at that point like this this is one of the, if not the best movie of the year. I couldn't agree more. But Mike, uh were there any scenes besides those that really stood out to you? Yes. After his first kills, not and right after the scene you enjoy with him in the random bathroom. I like the mix between the score. When he was coming up the elevator and walking down the hallway, like how the beat like dropped with each footstep he was taking. Oh, I mean, it felt heavy. It, it felt real heavy. And like, I feel like that's the moment when he like the first time you see him snap, he throws all his clown gear off the staircase. He walks in and then, you know, uh, proceeds to 
make love to his uh, neighbor. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just gonna leave it there. I mean, that's what happens when you uh, three kill people uh, in a row, right? You gotta have uh, sex with your neighbor. Naturally. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, there's so many different shots in the movie and scenes that are just amazing. It's hard for me to just pick a couple that stand out, but that's one that like really resonated with me. I don't know why. I just really enjoyed it. And I mean, of course, this the very ending scene where he fully embodies the Joker. He's made that full transformation. Oh, also, how could we no how, how could we forget the uh his slow motion walk into the elevator and it cuts to him dancing down the stairs? That he had been climbing up, struggling the entire movie. Which kind of, and I've seen this online, but it does make sense where, like, throughout the movie, you see him struggling to go up the stairs, up the stairs. You know, he's struggling to stay afloat. But now, after embracing, starting to embrace being the Joker, he's having a fun time on the way down. Oh, yeah. And another detail, which, again, goes into the, like, amazing directing, like, the planning out and acting, is he has his uh, Joker's classic laugh is a condition. Arthur Fleck. And he hands out cards. Well, only really hands it out once because that lady never gave it back. Kind of a bitch. Yeah, she was she was just an awful person. Just trying to make the kid laugh, but yeah. he has a laughing condition that shows how, that if he laughs too much, it'll hurt. So he struggles with that the entire movie. But when he becomes the Joker, the entire third act doesn't laugh like that once. And it shows no. that it's more of a Mental disability, but it's a disability due to anxiety. When he gets anxious and nervous, that's when it comes out. So when he sees his therapist, when you know, the mother snaps back at him, that's when it happens. But when he's in control, he knows what he wants to do. Nothing. That's a great attention to detail for the character. I agree. All right. Well, let's move on to the next segment, which is what we didn't like about the movie. I have one thing about it. Which is, I wasn't really a fan. It's one scene, but I wasn't a big fan of Alfred. I feel the Alfred could have done better. Yeah, I I guess because you know Alfred's kind of supposed to be a secret badass. So how he got choked out by an emaciated man is something else. But also, yeah, I was thinking a little skinnier, a little muscular, maybe a little more British. I mean, I guess if I had a name of complaint, that would be my main one, and. Personally, I'm not the biggest fan of going into the theory of, well, was the whole movie real? Was the ending real? I would like a more definitive answer, especially if they don't make a second one. Yeah, I guess. I'm not saying I don't need bullet points of everything that happened, but with how it ended, I would have liked a clear answer. I guess. I mean, I disagree on that, but I see where you're coming from. It's kind of like Inception, but like worse. You know what I mean? Like Inception was like the last like 10 seconds. It was like, did it drop or did it not drop? But here, yeah. it's like, all right, was it the past 10 minutes didn't happen? Did the past 30 minutes didn't happen? The entire movie not happened? That's my issue. It's like, if I have to judge if the past five minutes happened, fine. If we were having a discussion, if the entire movie happened, that's a little annoying. But, Mike, did you have any negatives about the movie? Not that I could think of, no. Okay. I feel like for what it was, the movie was really good. Well done. It was filmed beautifully, acted amazingly. Uh, Dialogue was performed outstanding. Yeah, I mean, even 
Yeah, even with my two small complaints, like if I had to review this movie right now, I'd give it like a 9 out of 10. Yeah, it's oh, an amazing yeah. movie. Let's just move into our last segment then. Would we recommend it? Mike, I'm going to say it for you. I assume it's a yes. Oh, it's an absolute positive yes. See it, just don't bring your kids. That's right. If you got kids, leave them at home. Give them to a babysitter, whatever. Go see the movie. It's a yes from me. Even if you're not... And here's the thing, too. This movie works for everyone. If you are a superhero fan, if you're a Batman fan like us, you'll get some DC enjoyment out of this and get an in-depth look at possibly one of your favorite characters and a Joker. If you're not a superhero fan, this does not play like a superhero movie. This plays more like a drama. So either one, either group, you'll enjoy it. And by the looks of it, it's going to be an Oscar contender. So if you want to stay informed for next February, go see it now while it's popular. I think that's all I have to say about Joker. Mike, do you have anything else to add? Nope. But as always, if anyone else wants to join the discussion, feel free to let us know. You guys have a multitude of different opportunities of giving us your feedback. Number one being our email, which is entertainmentexpansion@outlook.com. Number two, you could always send us a direct message on Instagram or comment on our last post, which is properly labeled Entertainment Expansion. And if you don't want to do any of that, come on down to our YouTube channel, which is also labeled Entertainment Expansion. We got a whole bunch of stuff on that page. I think you're going to enjoy it. That's true. Yeah, please. This is a movie we really want to know your thoughts on. Did you enjoy the movie? We expect a lot of you did, but if you didn't, let us know either way. And we'll read your comments on there, and we'll have a nice discussion about it. And that is it for this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. As always, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.